Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. great i really appreciate uh, you guys having me on the show and um but it's been going good uh, this is my 75th day on the job and uh, i think we are um, uh, getting better every day and hopefully we can continue to get better and stay healthy and coach uh, how important for you, you to be like having these four extra four hours to, this four hour with the workout up from two hours now to kind of help Get see your guys on the court, going for them through drill work, kind of see what they're about in certain situational things if you want to get into it, you can do that. And it's kind of a special time with the guys on the court to kind of get a feel for how you are as a coach. You know, I, I, I think it's very important. And um, and just, just, just to give you a little bit about our situation, uh, we, we have only um, 
five guys returning on scholarship, and so we've had to go out and try and and try and rebuild a team and rebuild a program. And we've signed uh, six guys, and right now, presently, we're in our second session of summer school, and we only have four scholarship players and one walk-on. And so we're working with those five guys um, and using the four hours to be on the court with them. And then the last session of summer school that starts July 9th, we have our six incoming freshmen. So, uh, but I think the four hours is very important because now you get a chance to build a rapport, uh, like you spoke about early, from player to coach and coach to player. But you also get a chance to um, have uh, a, a regular practice situation. And, and what we're doing is we're using uh, two hours um, to to run a regular practice and, and try and get as much in with five guys as you, as you possibly can. And then we're using the other two hours for individual workouts to spread throughout the week. So uh, it, it's been good for me from the aspect to see the players in a situation where uh, you have them in a practice situation, but also to, to evaluate my coaches I have on the staff as well. Yes, indeed. And now, Coach, uh, just trying to integrate this this, 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 this this roster coming in here in July. So how much would it change from in July when you get those six, six other guys in there? We just didn't, you may probably be able to run some five-on-five and some shell drills and kind of put out even a bigger practice plan that you probably use in October and November going forward when the season starts. You know that's a really good, that's a really good point, and and that's what I'm looking forward to. Instead of having a two-hour practice um, with five guys, now we have a chance to have it with 12 guys, uh, with with one walk-on added into that situation, and then uh, we'll be able to test their stamina, and test their um, their basketball IQ and their retention, and, and so those things will be important. But most importantly. Um, the one thing that we got to emphasize in this program is how can we become a better defensive team? Um, as you know, last year we uh, upstate basketball was the very last when it came to defense and efficiency in the NCAA. So, in other words, uh, there are 351 teams. Uh, we, we were 351st in total defense, and so that, that those practice opportunities gives us a chance to install our man-to-man defense and our defensive principles and all those things that you need to do in order to be able to win championships. I can envision Coach a lot of shell drills and a lot of one-on-one defending, two-on-one, two-on-two. I can, I can imagine all the drills we do, do back when I played. I can only imagine what's coming their way to get them on defensively ready to play ball because, you, because like I said, if you don't defend, you can't win. That's what all are told. If you don't defend, you can't win. You can score all day, but if you, the shots ain't going down, you can if you're not defending, you just you're just gonna lose. But if you get hot, you may win, not defend, but you gotta defend to win. And and, and that's a great point. And, and the thing that we have to do within this program is we we have to be able to uh, uh, get to the next play. And um, um, you know, and that's easier said than done. Is trying to get the guys into a mentality where I'm not gonna ask them to play perfect, but what I want them to do is play hard, and I want them to get to the next play and be better than they were the previous play. And if we can do those things, then we have a chance to install our system. As of right now, we're trying to install the terminology. We're, we're trying to install uh, the basics part of defense, which is, you know, 
contest every shot, uh, not let the ball middle, and, and, and try and get to a good closeout stance. All those things are important as far as building the fundamental part of your defense. And then when you get your whole team together in July, uh, then we have a chance to talk about schemes and talk about man-to-man and some principles and all those things to where it's going to be important. But most importantly, we got to develop that mantra of getting to the next play and, and not let the previous play decide what's going to happen in the next play. Now, Coach, uh, how much of your experience with the, with the Utah Jazz this past year help you as a coach and give you some more ideas on scheme and, and style and thoughts on uh, how how to attack certain defenses and certain plays or certain coaching styles? Well, obviously, uh, being uh, in the NBA was a blessing, and, and, and the Utah Jazz gave me a unique um, situation when I needed a unique situation. Um, and, and obviously being around uh, those guys a few days in, in training camp and then being around those guys uh, doing uh, summer league last year in Vegas uh, was very, very important to how I think as a basketball coach now. And obviously uh, one of the things that I've learned is that um, playing through the pass is very important and, um, and being unselfish is, is very important and playing through space. And, and obviously, um, uh, all of those things sound easy, but you have have to have some unselfishness, and you have to have some discipline in order to do those things. And um, and I learned a lot from uh, uh, the coaching staff as far as watching those guys practice and watching those guys prepared uh, to practice, and how important the small things were in the NBA because everybody can play in the NBA. I mean, and so now. When you're not as talented as the top four or five teams in the league, you got to be able to hang your hat on something, and it's playing through the pass, playing with space, and being able to defend. Now, coach, because I saw Coach Snyder here with the Hawks and under Coach Budenholzer, so I kind of got to see him firsthand how he works, how he thinks, and his mindset about the end of basketball. And for those who may not know, as intimately as you do, uh, talk about a little bit about how Coach Snyder is growing as a coach and his methodology and his approach to how he coached that young, exciting Utah Jazz team they had out there this year? Well, I think Quinn is uh, obviously one of uh, the better coaches in the NBA. And um, and he, uh, the thing that I got from this, and he probably won't say this, but the thing I got from, um, for, from him is that he's coaching the Utah Jazz very similar to, it's very similar like you coach your college basketball team um as far as uh transition defense is a staple for those guys um uh getting back in transition and stopping the ball um um protecting the rim and trying to build a wall those are the things he talks about from a, on, on a daily basis and um uh, and then being unselfish and in which you know they have great players. Donovan Mitchell is a great, great player. Rudy Gobert is a, is a great player, but you still want to play through the pass and be unselfish and, and move the basketball and and pass up a good shot for a great shot. And so all of those things that I that uh, that I've seen him preach is similar to what we preach in college basketball. And um, so so if you can coach a team that way, you can you're you're able to lose. A great player, um, uh, like uh, uh, the Howard kid that left and went to um, went to Boston, 
And um, so uh, I just think what he and his staff are doing right now is is really neat to watch. And um, and but most importantly, uh, they have the type of uh, GM and the type of administration that helped them do those things. And now, Coach, for you, a non-conference scheduling at Upstate, I know it's probably some guarantee games involved. You have to play, do some two-for-ones, get guys to come out there and play you guys. So. Well, how big is the channel is for you trying to make make the schedule and make it for the roster you have, not get your guys just so killed in non-conference play where they don't have any confidence going to conference play. So, well, how, how do you balance it knowing you got my place, make some guarantees and just two from two for ones, and maybe play in a zip tournament or two? So, uh, well, how do you feel like you approach it going forward here? Well, um, I, I'm glad you brought it up, and and the normal listener don't understand the aspect of this level in which you know playing guaranteed games and playing by games is a big part of our program because that subsidizes our, uh, our our budget from a total aspect and, um, and and one of the things that is important for us is to make sure uh, um, that we have to bring in a certain amount of money to, 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 to play these guaranteed games but also play games that where we will have some interest as far as um, uh, location is concerned. Like, to give example, uh, we're playing Georgia Tech, and uh, we're, we're coming down to Atlanta and playing those guys, and we're also playing NC State. Well, our fans and, and the people in our region who root for upstate, they know who Georgia Tech and they know who State, NC State is. And, and also, we're playing at South Carolina. Well, South Carolina is going to be a big game for us because we are, are part of the University of South Carolina system. So all those games are important to us because of the, the, the money aspect of it, but it's more so important for us from our guys playing against some of the best players in college basketball and getting a chance to improve your team by playing those games. Exactly. Well, I'm going to definitely mark it on my calendar, the Georgia Tech game. Well, hopefully I'm, I'm in town that day that I'm not on the road with the Hawks or Falcons. Hopefully it'll be time I'm in town when you guys play them. And, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of people don't really get that. I have to explain to my listeners, Coach, about mid-major, there's a lot of things going on that you don't really realize is going on because the hardest thing for you guys in the mid-major level is the schedule games, especially if you get good. It's really hard if you, if you, if you get good and then the hobbies don't want to even touch you. <laughs> it's like, we're not playing you. <laughs> you know, so I think yeah. I started recruiting I started recruiting your biggest hurdles at the mid-major level is trying to schedule games, especially when you get good. Well, the the, the biggest issue that we have in college basketball and is facing uh, programs like ours, the mid-major on down, is transferring. The, the, the transfer situation in college basketball has really gotten out of hand, and I think – with the rules, with the, with the rules that uh, the NCAA is is considering imposing, uh, I think it's going to get worse. Um, so uh, transfer is is a, is the biggest one of the biggest issues in college basketball, and especially at our level. So when you get good, it's not only uh, the big boys don't want to play you, but the big boys are going to take your players. <laughs> So it, it's one of those things where it's, it's a catch-22. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things where you want to be good and you want to have good players and you want to have guys get better from year to year to year. Um, but uh, with the rules that we have in college basketball, 
uh, and that the rules that we're considering imposing cost basketball. I think the transfer situation is going to be out of uh, it's going to get out of control. Now, th- that's that's the biggest issue we have in college basketball right now is a transfer, and, and for us, um, keeping good players is always going to be an issue, and, and we have to figure out some kind of way that we can keep our good players that that are progress from their freshman year to the junior year to where we can keep them in the program for the senior year, then we can make one of those special runs the way the way that, that uh, two or three teams did in the NCAA tournament this year. And finally, I want to ask for you, Coach, you know, I'm a big proponent of the NBA game and the, what the, the rules. And you was in the NBA game this year as a scout. So do you, is there any from NBA that you may – want to bring down the college basketball, maybe like the advancing the ball to himself in the game, maybe the six personal fouls, four quarters, shot clock. Is there anything about the, the rules of the NBA games you love to bring down to the, the, the D1 basketball level? Well, I, 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 I think the one thing that we, we got to do is we got to speed our game up some. And then playing with a 24-second shot clock is going to be very, very important as, as we go forward. And, and getting a, getting into a situation where we can get up and down the court and, and make our game more exciting for our fans because we have to do kind of what the NBA's done, in which they've made their game a, a, a exciting. And, and one of the things that I would love to see instituted in college basketball is that we have a situation where we have an extra file to where we can play our, our good players up to get in foul trouble. We can play those guys longer in a game. And um, and if we can move the three-point line back a little bit to where now we can have more space on the floor uh, to where we can operate better and uh, we can use that lane more as a, a facilitator of offense instead of it being clogged up all the time. So uh, those are two or three of the things I would love to see change. Uh, uh, shot clock, the uh, uh, the spacing uh, of the game, and, and increasing the foul totals to, to six instead of five. I'll tell you what, Coach Dickerson, I wish more coaches would get on board with you and I in that regard to make the game a little bit better rather than stay with the status quo. I thought like the game could use a little sprucing up, and I think that, you know, I'm, I'm a basketball head, and so are you. But for the for the casual fan, you know, if you kind of make it a little more exciting for them, they'll, they'll tune in more than just to March. They'll tune in all year long rather than just, just in March. And and, and, and and that's important that we can do. Um, the welfare of our game is very, very important. And, um, and and there's a lot of scrutiny going on with college athletics as far as should guys get paid, should guys not get paid, should guys uh, value the uh, the scholarship uh, more than they do. Uh, all of those things that we have to do as coaches to safeguard the game, to make sure that we are trying to improve the game to, to where we can get our fans and keep our fans more engaged from the start of the season uh, to the end of the year as well. Coach Dickerson, I'm definitely happy for you to get this job at Upstate. I look forward to seeing you. Hopefully, when you come to Atlanta and play Georgia Tech, hopefully I'll be in town then. But if not, we hopefully I'll try to catch you when you get in, get in town before I have to leave out, man. But I'll definitely look forward to having you on again in the fall here, right before things get tipped off, see where your team is as you're hitting October, November, Coach. I'd love to do that, and I really appreciate you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you when we head down to Atlanta to play Georgia Tech. All right, Coach. Have a great day, man. Talk to you real soon, Coach Dickerson. Okay. Take care of yourself now. All right, that's Dave Dickerson on the Boss Man Show.
all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft. Whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft, Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 